we will be reading from John chapter 6, verses 30 through 35. Actually, I would like to read uh, from John chapter 6, verses 28 through 35. And since this is the living word of God, uh, would you please rise? So I'll begin in verse 28 of chapter 6, John chapter 6, and go to verse 35. Verse 28, then they said to him, what shall we do that we may work the works of God? And Jesus answered and said to them, this is the work of God that you believe in him whom he sent. Therefore, they said to him, what sign will you perform then that we may see it and believe you? What work will you do? Our fathers ate the manna in the desert. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. And then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for your promise. Thank you for your words. Thank you that you came to give us these words that we need to hear and that you are the bread of life. And we love you. We praise you for this time to hear your word. And we do pray that you would prepare us to come to your table, to have communion with you as you've commanded and allowed in the Lord Jesus. And we praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, it was over 13 years ago that I shared in a series on the I Am's. Uh, only the ones, though, from uh, the Gospel of John, six, seven of those. And so I'd like to do that again. I have changed this quite a bit since that time. I've uh, edited it some and changed it, and uh, I will also do that uh, to uh, the future ones. In fact, I'm going to add other I am's in the Bible besides the ones that are in uh, the Gospel of John uh, from Genesis and Exodus and Psalms, also from Uh, Isaiah and Ezekiel and Revelation. So it'll be a longer series, probably go through the first of next year, Lord willing. And so over these next several months, we're gonna look at the I am's of the Lord. When he declared I am, what what was he saying there? Why was he saying it that way? And we'll be reminded of who he is. Reminded he is telling us who he is and what he did for us as we prepare to come to the table. So Jesus is a master teacher. He was an excellent teacher. He knew how to ask questions in the right way at the right time, perfectly, of course. So he is a master teacher, and he used normal materials and situations, uh, events uh, around him in the culture to reveal much about himself. And so, like I said, there are seven I am's in the Gospel of John, and he reveals himself in those clearly, uh, so clearly that they wanted to kill him because he's showing himself to be God, that he is the son of God. So these I am's are all clear claims. These that I'm going through in the Gospel of John and the ones in the future, these are all claims of his divinity, of his deity. And they clearly refer to back to Exodus chapter three, verse 14, where God says to Moses, I am that I am. I am who I am. And to John 8, 58, where Jesus said, before Abraham was, I am. 
And they wanted to stone him after that because to them it was clear, he is saying he is God. So why did he use bread though as an illustration? And uh, a way to help people understand, the people around him listening to him. Well, first of all, he had just fed 5,000 people miraculously. He miraculously multiplied five loaves of bread so they could all eat their fill. They all had enough. And they liked that. And this illustration of his divine power by feeding 5,000 people uh, became a way to teach that he is the bread of life and that he was sent by the Father and also that he is God. So bread was a basic food at that time. It was, I guess, what you call their staple food, like uh, other cultures have rice as their staple food, without which it's not really a meal or it's not nourishing. So almost everyone ate bread as their major source of food, maybe a couple times a day uh, then. Uh, Bread is often used also to refer to uh, food in general in some ways. Also, we we used to use it anyway in terms of calling it money. Uh, I don't think we do that that much, but uh, basically it's talking about uh, that which gives us the means to live when we talk about bread in that way. And so secondly, the people uh, talking with him here uh, brought up the topic of the manna. So they grew up knowing that, about what manna was. Uh, Maybe mostly to say that it came daily. And in that, they were thinking, we would love to get 5,000 people fed every every day. So they asked him to to perform a sign. And this, after he'd already fed 5,000 people with five loaves of bread. So they asked him another sign. They, uh, They thought having bread daily in that way would probably be very nice. In Exodus chapter 16, God begins supplying the manna to the people of God daily. And this continues for 40 years for over a million people. It's a lot of manna daily came and they were only supposed to pick up a certain amount. And God, so God prepared uh, that bread from heaven back then uh, not only to supply their physical needs uh, because they were wandering in the desert and to reveal his power and his providential care for them, but to prepare them for the coming of the Messiah, the the true bread of life, this very instance. So manna was a type uh, or a a shadow uh, of the eternal bread of life, our Lord Jesus Christ. It was a supernatural food. And here Jesus uses that illustration, uh, prepared so many years before this time, to reveal himself as the Messiah. So Jesus is our spiritual food also. And he is our true and our lasting nourishment. He is what our souls need, dear family, to be satisfied, truly satisfied in the heart. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, who hunger and thirst for Jesus Christ, for they shall be satisfied. And in the Lord's Prayer, we are uh, to pray, give us this day our daily bread. And as he supplies his children, he supplies us bountifully here uh, with our daily physical needs, in answer to prayer, and by his uh, kindness and mercy, um, he, he fulfills that. He uh, gives us grace and gives us, he shows us his goodness and grace. And so he supplies also our spiritual needs. Our appetites for him in the spiritual sense should be growing. We should continue to grow in hungering and thirsting for the Lord Jesus all our Christian lives. So 
when you take in food physically, right, it has an impact on your whole body. And so if nurse, that nourishment is not so great for your body, uh, your body will be weakened. And we have to remember it isn't our body, it's his. But we have to be careful about that nourishment. And on the spiritual level, I guess I could ask the question, why do we seek any other nourishment for our soul than the true bread of life? He we should be seeking with our whole heart, which we know through his word. We know the bread of life. We know who he is. We know what that means. We have the bread of life. And the Lord said, when tempted by the devil, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. In Isaiah 55, the prophet Isaiah said, asked this question, why do you spend money for what is not bread? Satisfying. And your wages for what does not satisfy. Listen carefully to me, in other words, to the word of God, and eat what is good, and let your soul delight itself in abundance. We have the precious word of God. May we delight in it. May we be people of the word. So we are satisfied, I think, often way too easily with so little of the true bread of life, our Lord Jesus, when we could be feasting on him, preparing for our banquet, if you will, with him now and in heaven. And so why are we satisfied by being partially filled when we can be filled with him through his precious spirit? We ask for the filling of his spirit, and we should. And then our soul can delight itself in abundance. Now in terms of our relationship with him, our communion with him, it's time to feast, not to fast. Let's fast from that which does not satisfy and cannot satisfy us in our hearts and feast on and delight in our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the bread of life. And brothers and sisters, we can and we must partake of him daily, just like the Israelites did. And they had to learn to receive it and take enough for that day, not more. They had to receive this manna. And we have the joy of delighting in him also and, sat, and being satisfied in him at the soul level. And today we can enjoy more spiritual nourishment through partaking of this communion meal together. This breaking of the bread together signifies our communion with Christ by faith in this body. And so let's feed on him. And let's recognize again that we have no lasting sustenance. We have no spiritual health without him. There is no nourishment for our soul without the Lord Jesus Christ. So let's feed on him by faith as we come to the table, by exercising when we're not coming to the table, other times by exercising the spiritual disciplines that we talk about here uh, and the means of grace that he has given us to taste and see that he is good. Feeding on his word, praying, pouring our hearts to him in prayer, rejoicing in and applying the sacraments, this sacrament and ones we have in the previous weeks of baptism. 1 Corinthians 10, uh, verse 16, asks this question. The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we, though many, are one bread and one body, for we all partake of that one bread. We are unified in the bread of life, in the Lord Jesus. His elect are connected by this ceremony as one body in him. 
we are one body in the bread of life. And so as we eat this bread and drink this wine together, we remember his death for us until he comes. And we remember that he is the food our souls need, the bread of life. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we ask for forgiveness for not hungering more for you, not thirsting more for you. We truly want to partake of you and to find in you our only source of strength and life. Lord, you alone are the bread of life. All else is artificial and unsatisfying. Lord, may our food be to do your will and may we learn to feast on you and be satisfied in you. And we ask for your grace as we come in faith now in the name of Jesus Christ, our provider and our savior, amen.